Night Talk, giving you depth and texture to the conversations that matter. Mtatisi Mudongwane, who is the Deputy Director for Media Relations in the City of Johannesburg, will be joining us in a very, very short while. She'll be telling us the details of that report. It took quite a while for that report to be concluded, but more importantly, the process that was followed and what is to come next. Of course, we now know that from that report that it was methane gas that ignited and caused the explosion that ripped apart Lillian Ngoy and Bree Street out in the City of Johannesburg. And already the report has garnered quite a number of uh, public reactions, a lot of people doubting uh, the veracity of the report. I don't know on the basis of what, uh, given that it's not people who've seen the details of the report, but it's important that we get into the into the details of the report and you can be a part of that conversation. 086-000-2032. Mdatisi, good evening. Welcome to Night Talk. Mdatisi? Hello, can you hear me? Uh, loud and clear, perfectly. Thank you so much for your time this evening. I really, really do appreciate it. Um, let's perhaps get into uh, d- d- right into it. Uh, we now know methane gas was the cause of the explosion. Why, from the expert panel, did it take so long for them to be able to determine that? Uh, we had to to do a whole lot of tests of a variety of um, gas particles, LP gas, there's a whole lot of gases, including air is also gas. So we had to like uh, narrow down and say which one might have had an impact on this um, uh, explosion because Methane came up as a as a as a very uh, possible source because it is lighter than air and it traveled along the service tunnels uh, from an unknown source to the crest of the tunnel near von von Brandis on the three street. So uh that's the conclusion that says yes methane is the one that uh, is the gas that we need to uh to to to, to confirm that uh, caused the explosion yeah uh you say it's an unknown source surely tracking the start and the end of the servitude it can be determined uh where the source is from no, not not at the moment. You, you must remember that what what you have to do first, you have to um, use uh, not not human contact because of safety issues. Uh, use technology like your drones and so forth. And when you use that into the tunnel, there are areas that are semi-blocked where you can't push it through. Uh, for fear of damaging the equipment and losing all the data. Um, so what what we want to do now, post this report, is to move the rubber so that now we can use the human interaction into the into the tunnels themselves, so that we can be able to go deeper and and really say, here is the source. But for now, it's, uh, it's missing. 
and methane can 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 occur in so many ways from uh, from the surface. It can be um, from the sewer. It can be from uh, heat that uh, uh, generates from uh, from underneath. And uh, and the, what what we're trying to 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 do is to not uh, create fear that uh, um, there's something that is uh, unbecoming under the ground because methane is the gas that uh, it just generates and it doesn't have smell. So, and the tunnels that you're talking about, the tunnels that were uh, built in 1935, they are over 80 years underneath. And, and when, when they were created then, there were no issues of methane uh, 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 anticipated to deal with those because population at that time was uh, not as as dense as we're dealing with now. So it's, it's, it's a number of factors that we're dealing with. Yeah. It, it, it came to a surprise. Uh, it came as a surprise to the city that there were methane gas servitudes uh, in, in running through uh, the uh, gas uh, pipeline infrastructure in the city of Johannesburg. So that means the city had no idea that methane gas was being transported there. Why is that the case? Uh, methane is uh, everywhere in the city, uh, especially underneath, uh, because you must remember that Job- Jobek is a is a mining city. Uh, it's, uh, it's where mining originated. There is mining. There is methane in the mining tunnels as well. Uh, but what has happened? Because when we, when when the experts were explaining. Um, during the briefing uh, uh, two days ago, it was that the speed at which that methane was moving might have been the trigger in terms of uh, uh, generating the explosion because they were talking about something like over 300 uh, meters per second, uh, which is a speed that not even a a human being can run. Do you know how they were able to to determine... Uh, that flow rate uh, after the fact. Yeah, they, they they did a whole lot of tests because what what we did uh, we had a, a a specialist that deal with fire. Uh, we had specialists that deal with explosion and gas and fire dynamics. We had uh, a whole lot of geotechnical engineers, and they they were showing us some graphs because the signs that they use because when you talk on a radio and trying to explain uh, scientific things at times they become very complicated to the listener so they were showing us uh, the calculations and the numbers uh, that uh, made them to come up uh, to that conclusion yeah, no, don't worry. We've got very smart listeners. They'll understand these sort of uh, <laughs> uh, details. Uh, it matters to them. Um, and then finally, what happens next? Now that you know it's methane gas, now that you know it came at a high uh, flow rate, uh, potentially at a high pressure as well, um, and it caused the explosion, uh, all in one, the source are indeterminate at, at this stage. What is to be done after the fact? Is there an attempt by the city to stop methane gas from flowing there? 
And can you rule out certain sources, by the way? Can you rule out the current gas, uh, LPG gas suppliers from being uh, methane gas transporters uh, in those servitudes? No, we're ruling out all uh, other gases uh, based on the report that you got. Uh, and let me try to explain again one of the, the challenges that we have in, in the city of Johannesburg that we are trying to resolve before I move to what we're trying to do to try to to alleviate this problem. Uh, one of the issues that, that Johannesburg is facing in general is issues of vandalism and theft. One of the, 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 the way the design, the old design of the, the whole uh, service panels underneath uh, was to make sure that there are manholes and these manholes would have a space in between to just have some breather in terms of releasing uh, some of the cases that are underneath. And then due to theft and, can, uh, and, and vandalism, some of those had to be sealed off because they get stolen often and, and there's accidents, there's a whole lot of things, and then there's theft of cables and so forth. Uh, so one of the things that we're trying to do uh, going forward is to uh, look at other international uh, practices yeah. Uh, from other countries, uh, like your New York had the same thing uh, many years ago. China had the same challenge um, two years ago. I think about four kilometers of a road exploded as well. And they have adopted certain standards that we are benchmarking on to say, listen, there are technologies now uh, that are designed based on international relevant standards uh, of the National Fire Prevention uh, Association, which allows that whatever you do uh, uh, in terms of design, it gives you like breather spaces so that even if there's methane that is building in within the tunnels, there are areas of breathe where this methane can be released slower and slower. And then what we're doing as well, we want to go as far as doing um, regular tests of gases underneath the the Mm. tunnel Uh, and also using sensors and making sure that the the people that are uh, regular workers uh, in the tunnel do have devices that would help them to, uh, to 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 test some of these densities of of pressure that comes uh, from gas, so that we have early detection instead of waiting and reacting. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for your time this evening. I really, really do appreciate it. Night talk with Oliver Dixon.